Welcome to Fried, the Burnout Podcast, Season 5. The goal of each Fried episode, whether you're an entrepreneur, parent, employee, or otherwise defined, is to create moments of spontaneous healing by ensuring that you feel seen, heard, connected to others, and validated. By doing this, Fried fulfills its mission to kill the shame, blame, and judgment associated with burning out, and Fried adds to its original goal of creating a movement to hashtag end burnout culture. Should you need a coach, Fried coaches are standing by to help guide you through recovery. Book a call anytime by visiting the links in the show notes. Should you need a speaker, you can hire me, Kate, and you can rest assured that your people will have fun and learn about burnout at the same time. In the meantime, I'm ready to give you this week's episode, which will help you heal just a little bit more, starting now. Hello, Fried Fam. You're here for another Hashtag Straight From Kate episode this week. And you all know, because you've been here for a while, and if you're new, you'll find out soon, that resentment is my number one favorite emotion. I love it, I love it, love it. But what you might not know is that I always recommend that if people have to choose between two difficult emotions like guilt and resentment, I ask them to choose guilt. So resentment is this beautiful thing that tells us where our boundaries need to be, right? So if you're looking at a decision and you have to make a decision about disappointing yourself and then feeling resentment or disappointing someone else and then feeling guilt, I go with guilt, I choose guilt over resentment because resentment revolves around you expecting reciprocity for things that you're doing. It is usually involved in things that you're doing that you don't actually want to do, but then you do actually want a lot of attention and appreciation for. And when you sacrifice your wants and needs to meet someone else's and you don't get what you want back from them, you don't get the gratitude, you don't get the thank you, you don't get the reciprocity, you get resentful. The more you are able to shift away from actions that breed resentment, the better your relationships will be, the less burned out you'll be, and the more space you'll have to be generous in whatever way suits you best. So I want you to avoid choosing resentment when you can because it will help protect you from burnout long term. But if you're like most people, you choose resentment because feeling guilty feels like too much to bear. Resentment can be paired with righteousness, right? It can be almost blamed on other people. You can get super righteous about it. You can say with resentment, I do all this for you and you can't even say thank you, right? There's this righteousness to it. You can sort of stand up for yourself within it, even though all that standing up for yourself that you're doing is typically internal. Guilt, on the other hand, is between you and you only. Guilt, I found a definition for. I will link the article uh, that I found. It's a research study. Guilt was defined in this research study as the place where your behavior and your internalized morality intersect. Let's break that down for a second. Guilt is the place where your behavior, so the way that you're acting, and your internalized morality, so the rules around what is inherently good and bad that you've taken in throughout your entire life, where those two things intersect. So when you are acting in a way that goes against what you believe to be good, 
that's what makes guilt so difficult. So when you're in this place where you have to choose, am I going to do the good thing or not? Which means if I'm not going to do the good thing, I'm going to do the bad thing. So I'm a good person. So I choose to do the good thing and I end up resentful and I avoid doing the bad thing because if I choose to do the bad thing, then I feel guilty. Resentment is what happens when you try to prevent guilt, but it backfires, right? Because you perform the action, you do your quote unquote duty, and you likely do it with some measure of like attitude and annoyance because you don't actually want to do it. And then you feel guilty for not wanting to do it. It, like, if I was a better person, I would do this and I would do it with joy and I wouldn't complain and I would realize how lucky I am and I would be grateful that I have a washing machine in order to do the laundry and all this crap that we say to ourselves, right? So then you start to wonder if you're a bad person anyway because you didn't want to conform to the, the moral, to the whatever norm or expectation that you're currently conforming to. So when you go for resentment, you usually end up with guilt anyway, and that's so messed up. This is why I ask you to start learning to choose guilt when you can, when you have that moment where you can look at the situation and actually make a decision. I want you to just skip right over the resentment piece. If you know you're going to be resentful, and if you've done the resentment journal frequently enough, you'll start to pick this up over time. If you know that you're going to end up resentful over doing this thing, skip right over it, go straight for the guilt, and process the guilt. So now you're sitting around feeling guilty and wondering what to do with it. How do I process it? How do I transform it? How do I move through it? Since guilt goes hand in hand with internalized morality, what really helps here is to externalize that morality. So get it down on paper and decide if it's really true for you, if it really works for you. And what I mean by that is, if you're feeling guilty about something, I want you to get curious about it. Really look at it and ask yourself, what moral rule do you think you're breaking by behaving in the way you've chosen to behave? What is it inherently about this behavior that you are judging to be bad, and is it actually bad? Some of the options that are related to guilt in this research study that I mentioned are violating norms that were created by your culture or your family. So this is often assigned the word duty. So like doing your proper duty. So if your guilt is around violating norms that were created by your culture or your family, your job is to sit down and say, do I agree with this? Is it true 100% of the time? Is it always the case that this is the good action and that is the bad action, right? You'll find that nothing is ever 100% of the time. Another option, another moral rule that you might be breaking is being disobedient in the face of an authority figure. So if your boss or some anyone that you put in any sort of authority figure wants something from you and then you don't do it or you refuse to do it, or you say you're going to do it and then you don't do it, or you do it and you're resentful, <laughs> right? What's inherently wrong about that? This was a tough one for me because I have a very different worldview from my in-laws. So my, I do see, I did grow up in a culture where elders are authority figures. And so I thought that I should follow their rules just because they're authority figures, just because they're elder. And what I realized was our morals don't always match. And neither of us are necessarily correct. 
And neither of us are necessarily wrong either. But at the end of the day, I had to choose my own morals because acting according to their morals was never really going to get me anywhere in my own life. Another option, another moral rule that you might be afraid that you're breaking by choosing a particular behavior is you're not participating in reciprocity. So if someone helped you in the past and now you're unable to help them in this way right now when they're asking you for something, you might feel like you have to because they've helped you in the past. And while reciprocity and fairness are important things when it comes to burnout, we often tend to judge reciprocity in a, in a strange way. Like if I gave you a notebook one day, you're supposed to give me a notebook one day. And there's a lot more energetic truth to a bigger sense of reciprocity. Like I really do truly believe that when I gift someone something, whether it's a thing or whether it's words or whether it's emotions, whatever it happens to be, that I get that back somehow. And I don't, wait for it to come back from that particular person. I do believe this is sort of, you know, the pay it forward system. Like, I do believe that those things come back around. So I'm not looking at reciprocity in that way. But if that's how your friendships are built, then the questions become like, do you really believe in that level of reciprocity? And if you don't, and all your friendships are built on it, it might be time to find new friends. Right. So what kind of moral code are you breaking by this decision that you're making? The next thing I'd ask you to do in order to process and transform guilt is answer this question. Does the possibility exist? Could the possibility exist that the thing that you're choosing to do is not, in fact, inherently bad? that there are benefits to choosing your own energy and that you give in other ways and not giving in this moment and in this way is actually acceptable. I want you to remember the beginning of this question. Does the possibility exist? Hint, the answer to this question is always yes. But I want you to sit down and actually work your way through it. Like in what scenario would this action be not, in fact, inherently bad? It might not be good. It might just be neutral, but maybe that's okay. Maybe that's all you need. And then the next question. If, in fact, the possibility exists, and like I already told you, I cheated on the first question and told you that the answer is always yes. If, in fact, the possibility exists, can I take this moment to sit with myself and grant myself some grace and can I continue to take a moment of grace for myself every time this guilt tries to take hold? Can I sit for a moment and put my hand on my heart and give myself a little bit of grace for not participating in this thing that I was taught, maybe in kindergarten, that I should participate in, that I may or may not even agree with? Can I grant myself a little bit of grace? Every time it comes up, can I stop and sit with it for a moment and grant myself grace? And to finish, I'd like to leave you with this final thought that you can use for yourself. My goodness is inherent, and I love to give with gusto when my physical, mental, and emotional energy allows. I also love 
to grant myself the permission to refuel when that is the thing that I need. Now, this exercise is never going to bring you to a point where you never feel guilt again. Guilt is going to come up. It's going to happen in life. It's just an emotion. But what this exercise might help you do is realize that you can actually handle the feelings of guilt if you take a moment to get curious about them and to really look at them and to work through what your true thought process is around it. You can move through guilt and process guilt. And in order to really do that, what you have to do is reconnect to your true sense of what it means to be moral what it means to be good and change the rules if you need to a little bit. Make sure the rules are updated for your life as it is now. You're not a child anymore. You don't have to absorb other people's rules, right? And I want you to understand, this is the last thing I'll say today, I want you to understand that the fact that something is sacrificial for you doesn't automatically make it morally good. I just needed to let that sit for a second. So, guilt. You can transform it. You can move through it. If you need some help, if you are done being burnt out and you want to work through this guilt with someone, if you need some support, we all need some support. Sarah and I are both here ready and willing to take your hand and take you through such a magical process, a process that people never believe can happen in three months' time. We get to the end and people are like, I can't believe who I was three months ago. If you're ready for that, the links to book calls are in the show notes and we are here with open arms and open hearts and open eyes. And we are ready to serve. Until next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.